Okay, bracha is daf lamedal ramar alef. The learning should be a schus or fuish to belienta bas marian fega. So we are up to the Mishnah. The Mishnah lamedal ramar alef says like this. We'll do the break, the parentheses. If someone says that those that are good should give you the bracha, kavish baruchu, hareze darke minus. That is the darke of, of the minus. Uh, this is not the Torah's view that even those that do bad could still daven. There's no such thing as only Yivarecha Tayim. So Rashi Megillah actually says, how do we know this? We, know, we learn this out from the Chelbana. If you look at the Pitamak Taurus, if you're if you daven Nusach Svar, you see this every day. Nusach Ashkenaz once a week. So you see the, the Pitamak Taurus. One of the scents on the that was brought was the Chelbana. It had a foul smell. And it was still, even though it was re'ach ra, it was still part of the k'tairis. HaKadosh Baruch was showing us that even the ones that aren't so, so great, that aren't taivim, still give me the bracha. So once we're from Shmuel Brazil, Shlita, he said, if you take the word chalbana, it's Rashi Tevois, Chayev, Loimar, Beshvili, Nivrahailam. So even the Chalban, even the stinky, the worst thing, the worst smelling thing that was still part of the Ktaris, he still is uh, of value. So we don't say Yurecha Taivim. Everyone gives a bracha to Gadash not just Taivim. So I raise that dark Aminos. Next. However, the Fnei Teva, someone goes and davens for the Yamad of and he makes a mistake. And again, they didn't have a sitter back then. So Yavar Achar Taktav, someone else should take his stead. And then So at that point, he shouldn't, you know, delay and say, no, I don't want to daven for the Umber. It seems like if there's a mistake during the Chazar shots, you just go up there. We're gonna, the Gemara is going to say, the Gemara is going to say that what if, if it's not during Chazar shots, a reg- typical day, the Gabba comes over to you and says, please daven for the Umber. So we're going to see that there's a way to act. They shouldn't, you know, jump right away to take it. If there's, a, there's a way to do it. Okay, we'll see that. Next, from where do you begin? So the Gemara says, So from the beginning of the bracha that this person made the mistakes. Let's say he's saying, and he made a mistake, and then he has no clue where he's up to, so, and he won't be able to you know, keep going. He's, he lost his, his train of mind. So you have someone else take a stand. He said, okay, start from assuming the second guy knows how to daven, that's what you would do. Someone who's davening for the Yamud. So they used to do Birchas Kahanam every single day. In the Sephardic Minyanam, they do it every day as well, even in Chutz Laaretz. Minag Ashkenaz, we do not do it in Chutz Laaretz except for Yamun Taivim. So, Duchening. So when they Duchen, so we say Amin after the Bracha, two, two Brachas. We say the, the Bracha that the Kahanam say, and then the Psukim, we say Amin after that. So the, so the Mishnah says the Chazan should not say Amin after the Kahanam. He's going to get uh, confused and he won't be able to continue davening. The Mishabura says, we have a siddur. No problem. You could say amen after the the chazan could say amen after the, the bra- after the bracha of the kahanam. What? Could or should? I think he says he could. Um, give me one second. It's in Simon Kuf Chav Ches, but I do not have it in front of me. So if you look at the back of this Gemara, it says... No, it's not a half because it's part of the bracha. What about Kalan Kohanim? One second... Here we go. Magna Ram says like this. One second. I'm, I'm, I'm saying something else. You're allowed to say Amin. Okay, fine. Um, the Mishnah says that there are those that say you should not say the the Amin after the the Hashem Kedeshanu. Okay. But you only say the Amin after the actual Yevrecha Hashem Yishmerecha. So you look it up. Next. Vim ancient coin elahu. Let's say the Chazan is the only coin. He's the only coin in town. Again, he should not dochin for the same reason that he would get 
confused, he will not be able to return back to uh, Sim Shalim. However, if he is sure, he could go back and daven. Rasha, he's allowed to, and that's what we do. Let's say you have a chazan who's a kain, so this would happen typically, Yom and Aram, if you're Baltfila, you know, the, the nice voice. So he, w- if he happens to be a kain, so you'll find that in Yom and Aram, they'll, they'll actually dochen. So they do the jump, they jump around, they do they dochen, and then they go back and continue Chazar Sashat. Okay, Tanar Abanan. Ha'ayv someone who dominates for the Yambud, Sarach Lesarev, he should be Masarev, he should refuse. Meaning, make it, make it as if you don't really want to go. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fitting to go down for the Yambud. If he doesn't uh, refuse at all, he doesn't delay, it's like a cooked food that doesn't have salt, meaning, if you had the talent, but the salt was the derech eretz, so if you don't have derech eretz, you're missing part of, of the of the dish. So you're missing part of life. So therefore, that's what we call him. He's he's like a, a steak without salt. The masar of die if he delays too long. So he's too much salt, meaning too much derech eretz. Also, it's 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 baloney. It's you're not really you know, it's not yeah, exactly. It's not balanced. And that you're showing, first of all, you're showing your, your soul. It's really gaiva. When a person makes himself as if he doesn't have any human feeling, so it's really gaiva. Be honest. Okay. So there's a, there's a balance here that you should say, yeah, I'm, I'm really not Roy, but uh, okay, then you go. You know, once they bother you, you go. Okay. So in the beginning, you say, he should delay a little bit. The second time they ask him, he should be Mahavev, meaning already prepare yourself to get up. The third time they ask you, so we already start getting up and going to daven for the Amr. So it happens to be halacha so it depends. If you daven in the same show all the time, so they ask you one week, they ask you the next week. Meaning, by the time they're asking you, they've already asked you seven times to, to go down for the Amrit. So the place can say the first part of being Messiah is not Sonagaya today, because usually that has happened already. You shouldn't jump up. Or, if you look around, there's no one else that, that could daven. So then you, uh, you should daven. That would be the proper thing to do. Is this also assuming that, like, daven for the Amrit was a keyword and people actually wanted to do it? Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to do it. So if you speak to your local gabai, <laughs> most gabai, the, the, the difficult job is finding people to daven for the Amrit. So, in some shuls, there's not enough people that could, but in other places, some people just don't want to. So, I want to read to you. There's a Yaakov Shemoni in Malachim. So, the Yaakov Shemoni quotes the Pasuk in Mishle. It's a famous Pasuk. It says, Kavid as Hashem mehoinecha, to be mechavit Hashem, people who say mehoinecha, but it's mehoinecha, to be mechavit Hashem from mehoinecha, mimashechanecha. Whatever our Kaddish gave you, your talents you should use to serve Hashem. If your voice is beautiful, you should daven for the Amr. Then it brings down that there were many Tanam Amaram, you should daven for the Amr. There was one person, his name was Navois. Navois had a beautiful voice. He used to go up to Yushalayim every Yantif. Klaiyusol would gather to hear his voice. One time like Allah. He wasn't in the mood. He didn't go up. People said testimony about him. He didn't show. And Vavam and Arlam, he actually died. So me, Garmlai, who caused him to, to die? He didn't go serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu with the chain, with what a Kaddish Baruch Hu gifted him. So by not doing that, so you're not being mechavit as Hashem mehoinecha. I once heard A.B. Rottenberg gave a, a speech about this as well, that if you, someone has a talent, whatever your talent is, if it's singing, that's obvious, for, for the Amr, if it's other talents in life and you just keep it to yourself, from the from the beauty he gave to you, so that would be a, a problem. Okay. 
by the way, the Chubas Arash says that the person has a good voice, and even if you're davening for the correct reasons, davening for the Yamad, if you schlep out davening, he says, Loitai uh, Isa, someone who does that because it's a Tircha de Tzibura. So, Shimshi, you're taking notes. So, it's a Chubas Arash, Bechelik Al Simon Reish Tazvav. You can keep it, put it in your put it in your stander. Put it on the Vima. Okay, here we go. Next. There's a rebuttal coming. Not yet, not yet. Okay, Tarabon, Shloisha, Ruban, Kasha, Mutin Yafa. There are three things that a lot of them are, are, are bad, but in a small uh, portion, they're fine. Veilohain, Sa'ar, we said sourdough. You put a little sourdough into your bread, it makes it rise. Umelach and salt, you know, a little salt is good, but too much, you can't taste the food anymore. The Sarabonus and refusing, so a little bit to show that a little bit of anivas is good, but too much anivas and refusing. So that a person should not do. Amar Rav Huna, Let's say a person made a mistake during the first three brachas of Shemun Esrei. You have to go back to the beginning. If you made a mistake in the middle brachas, you go back to Atachonin. So basically he's grouping it together. The first three, the middle, and the Achronis, you go back to Ritzay. Fine. Rav Asi Amar, Rav Asi says the middle brachas don't have a Seder. It sounds like if you skipped one, you made a mistake. So let's say you wake up during Vilam Hashinim and you realize you didn't say Slach You felt like, hey, I, didn't, I didn't give my, uh, my two uh, punches today, so I didn't say Slach So according to Rav Asi, you could say Slach in the middle of Vilam Hashinim, or <coughs> in between Vilam Hashinim and the next bracha, al tzadikim it, it wouldn't be a problem, because Ein Lahem Seder, there is no specific order. Meser Rav Sheshit, so Sheshit asks, hold on a second. We learned in their Mishnah, Mehechan Chayzer, from where do, where do you go back at the Chazim, made a mistake, where does he return to? So the, the Mishnah said, Mitchila from the beginning of the bracha that he forgot, right? That he made a mistake. So what do you see from here? So we'll, we'll throw in the carbon asanas, girsan to this gemara. You see two things from here. Number one, you see that the bracha is the seder is ma'akiv because from the fact is that you have to go back from the beginning and you start from there and you, and you go forward. So let's say you're in the middle of, you finish the mashinim and you realize you made a mistake during slach lano. So this b'risa says, choyzer, uh, you have to go back to Slachlanu and then you continue. So that seems like he's wrong. That you 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 can't just you know bring Slachlanu in between Valamashinim and Alatadikim. Additionally, Tiyufta the Ravhuna, Tiyufta the Ravhuna, Ravhuna said that you have to go back to the the beginning of Atachainain. Right? He said the Rishonah is the first three, you go back to the beginning of the first three. If you made a mistake, you're in the middle, 13 brachas, you go back to Atachonin. And the last three brachas, you go back to Ritzay. We see, and what does this Brysa say? <laughs> the Brysa says, Whatever bracha you made a mistake. So if I made a mistake during Slachlanu, I don't go back to Atachonin, I go back to Slachlanu. So Tiyufta de Ravuna. It's a Kash Ravuna who said that you have to go back to Atachonin. So Amalach Ravuna, Ravuna responds, No. The middle bracha is considered one bracha. So when the Mishnah says, Mitchila habracha shetaba, it means you go back to the beginning of Atachonin. How do you get 19 brachas? You only have 10. Three, or seven, three, three, and one. So it's, it's, you'd have to f- somehow say when, you're right, it's 19 brachas, right? But when it tells me to go back to the beginning, it means the, he's, he's dividing it, he's compartmentalizing it, right? You have three, 13, and three, right? Those are like one long bracha, one long theme. So when you make a mistake, it's in the middle of a conversation. Go back to the beginning, start at the beginning. Right, start the recount of the uh, the votes in Iowa. Start from the beginning. Don't uh, don't compartmentalize it. You got to start from the beginning. Okay. Amar Rav Yehuda, al Yishal Adam A person should not ask his own personal needs. It's not during the first three brachas of of uh, Shemana Esrei. It's not during the last three brachas. Ella Only 
in the middle of those brachas, which we do. We say, right? Give us uh, tshuva, slicha, uh, rafua, all those things we ask in the middle brachas. Dama Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Chanina said the following. The first three brachas are like an Eved, a servant who's Masadr Shavach before his master. So, you know, small talk or just, just compliments before you get down to business, right? The middle ones. Okay, Tachlis, what do you want? So he's asking what he wants. And Achroinus, the final three brachas, is and he got what he wanted and he's saying goodbye. That's the last three brachas. We have praise, or you're asking, you know, permission to leave. And he goes on his way. So that's the structure of our Shmanes, right? Doesn't like Mark said a couple up earlier that you're supposed to say it. Don't say by, by Shmakolenu. Right. So it. that's go back, do it to the end. I think that's personal bakasha outside of, out, well, one of two things. Either that's specifically personal bakasha outside of the structure of davening, or the truth is, back in the day, people used to they used to add their own personal bakasha in each bracha. So let's say a person. Um, specifically wanted to daven about Yerushalayim. So you, you'd add a piece about Yerushalayim. We do it on Tisha B'av. You add Nachim, right? So a person, you know, wanted to do tshuva. So during Slachlana, you would, you would say your sins, right? There's, there's a way to do bakasha in every single part, every bracha of the middle 13 brachas. You could add it on your own. We don't do it today because that's not how we were brought up. But technically, halachally, you could. You could, you could, what? You can, though, right? You could, yeah. Just not something that is typically practiced. I don't know. I don't listen to anyone from Nesri, but if you look in the Mishra, it sounds like they already stopped, you know, somewhat. But but, that, but it also that's more optimal way to do it. Yes. You're asking for a food, sure. You ask for a food in the middle of the middle. Right. So, again, if, if a person wants to add his own little thing there, as long as he's not going to get too distracted, you could do that. There are Siddurim that have Yirat signs by different things. Yeah, that Siddur has it? No, it doesn't. They have, but yeah, some of the Siddurim have it. Okay. So this guy was in Rabbi Yezer's shul. He down for the yamad. And he was schlepping out, schlepping the ballpark, right? One of those. Tamida, the Tamida told Rabbi Yezer. That's it. We have to have a board meeting. Rabbeinu, Kama Arkon Huzeh. This guy is schlepping out. How long is this? Amr Lahem. So he responds. Klumarech Yosim Moshe Rabbeinu. Is he longer than Moshe Rabbeinu's davening? Dechsev. Uh, it says, "Vesnapel lefnei right? Eisar barim hayoyim, veisar barim halayla. Forty days, forty nights. So don't worry, we have plenty of time. Don't get so nervous. Okay. Shul ma'aseh b'talmud achashir lefnei table b'nei rabbelezer. Same story, a different, a different talmud. By mekatsur yosim day went way too quick. Amul etamid of kamakatsuron huzeh. This guy is way too quick. What's going on here? This is not a real davening. So amul lahem klum mekatsur yosim moishir benu. Is he going shorter than moishir benu's?" So five words. So he did it so quick. Okay, so, so big deal. Right, it's very interesting what, what exactly this conversation was. He was having Shema so very nice. There's a short feel of Kelna Rafan Allah. What does that have to do with with uh, with davening for the Yomad? I'm not sure. But maybe this is just a way to uh, to calm down Tamidim by bringing these examples. Okay, definitely more to this, but we'll keep going. Amr of Yaakov, Amr of Chista, Kolam of Vakish, Rachmim if someone is davening for his friend, he wants to ask that his friend should have a refu shalema. You do not have to mention his name. Shenemar, as it says by Miriam, Kelna Rafana love. That's all he said. And he didn't mention the name of Miriam. So it seems like you do not have to mention the shame of the Khoila. However, the Magad Avram quotes from Maril that this is only talking about when a person is davening in, in front of the Khoila. So someone's visiting someone who's sick. So then, when you daven for them, it's clear who you're davening for. However, let's say you're davening in shul, 
you make a mishaberach or, so, or the like, so then you would have to say the name. That's the, that's the minog. Okay. Tan Rabbanon. Elu brachos she'adam shoyche behen. These are the brachos that a person uh, bows. Be'avos, when it comes to the first bracha of Shema Nasser, you have avos. You have t'chil of the beginning and the end. So you have, right, the first bracha of Shema Nasser is called avos. So baruch atah Hashem. You bow. Then you say baruch atah Hashem. Magen Avraham. So we bow. Okay. Two. Behaida, when it comes to Maidim, Tchila Vesayf, so the beginning when we say Maidim, and the Saif, where we say, Hatayv Shimcha Lachana El Haidais, right? Tchila Vesayf. Now, Vimbala Lashuach, the Saif called Bracha U Bracha. If a person wants to bow at the end of each Bracha, Uvis Chilas Kol Bracha U Bracha, and in the beginning of each Bracha, so we say, Melamdin Oise, we teach him, Shalo Yishcha, he should not bow. Now, why not? So, Several reasons, but let's let's focus on one or two of them. One is that we're going to see that the Kahanim and the kings used to bow more to show that they were that they needed more humility in life because of their positions. So by you bowing all the time, you show that I am also on that level. So it would be a din of, of gaiva. Additionally, since one is not mechuyev to bow during those times, so if a person would bow whenever he's in the mood. So then it would look like bowing is optional, and then people wouldn't even bow by my din. They wouldn't bow in the beginning. So therefore. Just leave it to these four. So it's interesting. I think the Mishnah quotes this in Hilchos Yom Kippur, or, or there are those that have a practice to be leaning the entire Yom Kippur. They're bowing. You shouldn't be leaning on a table, but they're bowing the entire Yom Kippur. So the Mishnah says, when you get to the end of the bracha, you should stand up because we, you, should, you should straighten out because one should not be bowing at the end of each bracha. Fine. Amar Rab Shimon and Pazi, Amar Rab Yeshua, Malevi Mishum Bar Kapara, Head Yoit, a regular person, Kamoy Shamanu, like we said. However, Koyen Gadol. What about a koyin gadol? So the soif kol bracha bracha. At the end of each bracha, he should bow. Okay, if you look at Rashi. Rashi says kol who gadol b'yoyser. The greater a person is, the the higher uh, position he has. Tzarech lehachnia lahash belatzmai. Because it gets to you, the position gets to you. So you have to have more, you know, muster in life. You have to have. Well, usually your wife does that, but uh, you have to have. Uh, equalizer. So, so when he when you bow, when you when, <laughs> when you bow by every single bracha, so then it it, it is mashpi, is mashpil yourself. Good. What about a melech? Vahamelech even more. Tchilas kol bracha ubracha v'soif kol bracha ubracha. The beginning of each bracha and the end of each bracha. So, you do the math. Nineteen brachas. So he has to do it thirty-eight times. He's bowing during Shemnasrei to to reiterate to himself that he's not uh, you know that he's a king, but he shouldn't be too haughty. The way it was explained to me, this that Rabbi Shuman Levi said was like this. Head yoit, your regular person, Kamoy Shamanu. Like we said, right, the four times we bow during Shmanasra. Koyin Gado, Tchila Kobracha Ubracha, the beginning of every bracha. It's, it sounds like at the end also. And but a melech, a, a king, Kevin Shekara, once he bows that first time, Barachatan Hashem, Shuv Eina Zaykev, he should not get up. Shinemar, by he Kechalai Shlomelis Balo. It says in the Pasuk, this is a Malachim Aleph, Pereches. Uh, and so you look at the, the entire Pasuk on the side of your Gemara. He got up. So while he was, he got up from kneeling on his knees and his cup of his hands were spread out to Shemaim. We learned that yesterday. That, that means davening. So that means he was bowing the entire time he davens. He's even from Shlomo that a king should bow during his entire Shemana Esrei, like Rashi says, because the greater you are, the more you need to 
to uh, be mashpul yourself and to be bowing. This was uh, getting down on their knees to bow, though. I mean, it was. It not... seems like it. We're go- yeah, that's what it seems like. The next this gemara talks about that. Uh, what we what don't is do that so much these days. right, right? But I, I guess you see the at least the concept of of bowing. Um, the entire davening to be machnia yourself, so that, that's where he gets from. You're right. Otherwise, it will be, be a source that you can't argue with. It will be a great source. The reason why there's a machlekes is because, again, this is not exactly what we're doing. He was bowing. He was always on his knees. He was in the base hamikdash. Actually, it says he was b'fnei mizbech Hashem. He was in front of he was in front of the mizbech. But we don't do that. We don't bow on our knees. Okay. Turn around. What about the toiv shusav? That'll be the end of Maidim. So the, so that's the end of the. Yeah, that's the end of the bracha, right. Mm-hmm. them is long, so it's hard to keep track, but that, that is the end of the, the bracha. Okay, fine. Tonu Rabbanon, kida. What is kida? So that's alapayim, on your face. So it seems like there's, an, there's another Gemara that says that one of the Amiram tried to do this, and he, he crippled himself. So it seems like you would be standing, and you would just like lean down, no hands, and you would hit your face into the ground. So, uh, yeah. Be careful. So that is what it means. Shenemar vatikud basheva apayim eretz. So so basheva when she was bowing uh, in front of David um, Amelach, uh, so she bowed uh, her face to the ground. Okay. So you see apayim, and then it says vatishtach v'lamelach. So you see that kida means with your face. So the face touches the ground. Kriya. What does kriya mean? The when the Torah says kriya, what does it mean? Alberkaim on your knees. So it's like kneeling on your knees. So imagine the catcher, you know, blocking the uh, the splitter in the dirt, the the slider. So you have two knees on the floor. That's your uh, that's your kneeling position. Shenemar mikroya al berkov. So kneeling on his knees. Hishtachava. Which what's hishtachava? That's pisha yadayim reglaim. That's extending your hands and your legs. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, uh, by by Yosef's dreams. So Yaakov responds to him. Havoy novoy. Is it true? Aniva imcha v'achech l'shtachava l'charitza. We're going to be bowing down to you on the ground. So it sounds sounds like they would spread out on the ground. That's called l'shtachava. Fine. Amar Avchi Abreda Avuna Chazina L'Hula Abai V'Rava Dematzlu Atzluye. That they they would not bow down. They would just go to their side. So all the Rishonim say, what in the world is this talking about? This is talking about Tachanan. That that even though Tachanan really there's some type of nefilas apayim, which really a person should spread out and bow. We don't do this. What Abaya and what Abaya and Rava would do was they would daven and, and kneel to their side like, like we do. That's, that's our tachanan. So when it's brought down in halacha, it seems like you're supposed to be you're mimicking the bowing down of putting your head into the, into the floor. Like all three of these seem to indicate that they're putting their head on the ground. One's just kneeling on your knees. What? Oh, seeing it, Even that other one is putting your face down. Um, seeing the face kneeling on the ground. Which one, Kriya? Not Kriya. Uh, face on the. Kriya's just face. That's it. Face on the ground. Right. And then, and then you have Kriya, which is your knees. Means down. Right. Your knees on the ground. Uh-huh. You want to say you put your face down also as no, well? No, no, no. It doesn't say that. Doesn't say that. Right. It doesn't say anything. And the was pishu yadayim spreading out your your hands and your face. So and your legs. Either way, when, so Tachanan seems like the Chiddush, what Rav and Abayah would do is that they wouldn't bow all the way like Ishtachva. They would just do what we do in the Filos of Tachanan. So it seems like from there that, the, that this is how the Rishonim explained it, that your head should have been basically uh, covered by the ground, like your head was in the ground. So therefore the Mishabur writes, and all the, all the Pesim bring this down, that a person who's saying Tachanan, you have to have something covering your face. 
Okay, so the Shiloh comes up in the summer. Many people wear polo shirts, t-shirts, or short sleeve shirts. And what do you do, right? What do you say? Talus. Talus. Only in the summer. Only in the summer. Oh yeah, in the winter as well. Okay, so what you would do is so many people put on funny things like tissues. I saw someone use a towels bag. They put it on their on their arm. So okay, the Mishnah says that that your own arm is not considered a covering. However, if you go like this to the table. You're good because as long as your head is on the table, you're fine. You do that with your stender. As long as your 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 face is covered with something that's not your own skin. The same way you, you put your hand on your head, you can't make a bracha. It's not it's not a yamaka. It's not covering. It's your own hand. <laughs> you can walk, but you can't put it make a make a bracha. So too that is not uh, does not work for tachlan. But you put your head in your stender or the like, a chair. As long as it's covered with something, you don't need to start you know putting your hand inside your shirt and you know we make a perm video out of it. It would be, it would be funny. Okay. <laughs> Next, Tani Chada, one Tana Tort, Hakare Behaidah, Harezim Meshubach. If someone bows by Maidim, that's praiseworthy. Vitani Idach, and the other Tana Tort, Harezim Meguna, it is not good to bow during Maidim. So the more says, like Hasha. Habat Chila, Habasoif. When you bow in the beginning, that's praiseworthy. But at the end, that is, uh, that is not good. So what does Besoif mean here? It can't be talking about the end of Maidim, because the end of Maidim, we say, it seems like you're ending towards the end of the paragraph that we call Maidim, so that would be the problem, but obviously you would bow at the end of Okay. Rabba would bow at the beginning and the end of Maidim. How could he do this? You just said, we can't. I saw Rav Nachman did it. Also did this. So it seems like even if you bow by Moedim, it's Maguna. So what's going on here? How come everybody's bowing by Moedim? So the says, Nah, When the Brisa says you shouldn't bow by Hadah, that's talking about by the pasuk and hal of Hoydul Hashem Kitoy Kili Olam Chazday. So then you shouldn't bow. So you can't tell me Haida is talking about Haida Shel Halo because the Bryce says both Haida and Haida Shel Halo. So the Gemara says Kitania he Haida the Birkas Hamaz. And that's talking about Haida during benching, which would be Noid Lecha, and a person should not bow. So at the end of the day, when it comes to Halal, we don't bow. Noid Lecha, we don't bow. When it comes to Moedim, you would bow in the beginning. And at the end of Atayv Shimcha, Hulacha Noel Lehaydes. Okay, Zok the Mishnah. Hamespalal Vita. Someone daven Shman Esrei and he makes a mistake. Simon Raloi. It's a simen, It's a bad simon for him. Vim Shliach Tziburu. If let's see, he's davening for the Yamud. Not not only is he davening at home, but he's davening for the Yamud. Simon Ra Lasholchav. It's a simon Ra for those that sent him. Why? Mipnei Shluchai Shal Adam Kemaisa. The Shliach of uh, the shlichus, right? Th- those that send people, it's as if they themselves did it. So a shliach tibor, it's as if we did. If we send someone down for the and makes a mistake, it's a, it looks bad on us. We're the ones that sent him. So Rabbi Reisman Shlita and his shul, they have uh, many rules about the chazanim. But his number one rule is, it has to be someone that the tibor wants because that's the one. That's that's the name shliach tibor. Those that the tibor sent to daven for the Yemen. So he has many uh, many good rules about uh, davening for the Yemen. Who should daven? But it's based on this mishnah of. Of Shluchai Shal Adam Kamaisai, right? It's a Shliach Tibur. Those that people want to daven for the Yomar. Yeah. There are many halachas. Let me take that paperback. There are many halachas in Shochanar. The Shochanar brings down that. Let's see if I have this. I don't have it here. But he talks about this in uh, in Hilchas, uh davening. That if someone goes against the uh, the Tibur and they tell him not to daven for the Yomar, he daven anyways. You're not allowed to say a mean to uh, to them.
Now I'll say amen to that bracha because he's not, he, you know, he's using us as a, as a minion. If nobody wants him to die for the Amr, you do not say amen. So there's all halachas in Simenon Gimel. Ayin Sham. Okay. So, I mean, if someone has like yard site or whatever and they're terrible at it and they get up there. Here we go. You cannot do that, okay? Um, a lot of things he says there. So, yeah, I don't have the, uh, the, full, the full copy here. I made a copy of some of the... Uh, it's all on Seminole Gimel. Um, there are many shuls in Eretz Yisrael that they only allow, they only allow those that are in Avelis to daven Marav, because there's no Chazar Sashat. It's very interesting. Because they feel that they have a rule. Only Avelim only allowed to daven marav for the Amr. I've heard it said uh, just because you have a, a chiyuv doesn't make it, you a chazan. Right, exactly. Not, not, there are those that say that. Your father made you yos and a chazan. Okay. There's a famous bar from the Briskarov. There's a machlekes. The Shochanar says it. The Shochanar says, let's say you have someone who has a nice voice, but he's not a tamar chacham. And you have someone who's a tamar chacham, but he doesn't have a nice voice. So the Shochanar says, use the one that's a tamar chacham. So they came to the Briskarov, and, and they said, and you're sure you're not doing this. You use the younger guy who has a nice voice, but it's Mephirish and Shochanar. So the Briskarov said, you don't know how to read the Shochanar. The Shochanar said, there's two chazanim. One chazan has a nicer voice than the other, but this other guy's not a chazan. So he's bachlan, not part of the Shochanar. So, so, <laughs> so it's the, uh, you know, sometimes that ends up being a prerequisite. Okay, these are good things to know. Keep in mind if, if uh, yeah, when it comes up. I'm just saying the Mishnah. <laughs> They're going to fire me. Okay. Again, we mentioned yesterday, he uh, has a very, very unique relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, so we'll see this uh, playing out even further. So, for those that were sick, and he would say, This one's going to live, this one's going to die. How do you know? How, do you, how are you so confident? If I daven well and my tefillah goes well, I know that my tefillah was accepted. I know that my tefillah was torn apart, that it wasn't a good tefillah. So he was so confident based on how he davened, the performance of the davening, if the tefillah would be accepted. Okay. So now the, the Gemara brings a high. Which brachos do we say that it's a simen ra if someone made a mistake? Let's say you're davening shmaster, you know, by, even by yourself. You make a mistake, it's a simen ra for you. So I'm a rav here, I'm a rav safra, mishum chad de rebbe. He said in the name of one of the rabbanim, it's talking about the first bracha of Shmanesri. As we know, a person, uh, the first bracha is more important. This is the most important. Those that say this, uh, this conversation, Rav Chia, Amar Safra, only talking about Avos, that was talking about something else. What was the Bryce? So the Bryce said, Hamaspalo, someone who davens, Tzarech Shechavinis Liboy, Bekulon. Lechatchila, Yatav Kavana, to understand what the words mean, Bekulon by every single bracha. Then Eina Yachal Lechavim Bekulon, if you can't, you can't concentrate for 19 brachas, Yechavinis Liboy, Ba'achas, at least have Kavana for one. So on this was that conversation, Amrav Chia, Amrav Safram, Mishim Chadabi Rabbi, what was this one bracha, Be'avais, that when it comes to the first bracha of Shmanasri, that's the one that needs the special Kavana. Okay, so Amru Allah al-Rabbi Chnina, they said about Rabbi Chnina that he would know based on how he davened if the tefillah would be answered. How do we know that this concept is true, that based on your tefillah you will be uh, answered? Amru Rabbi Shubham, Levi, Dom Akkar, the Pasuk says, Boire nivs v'sayim, shalom shalom l'rachak v'lakar v'mar shem u'fasim. When the s'fasayim, when the words that come out of your lips are good, so then shalom shalom there will be peace, l'rachak v'lakar v'mar shem u'fasim, and I will heal him. So it was based on his davening, his performance, that Rab, that um, Rab Chinin Mendoza 
and was able to see if there would be a refuah or not. All the Nevi'im, meaning you take out your Nevi'im, uh, or even the Rishonim, you have Yeshaya and, and Yirmiyah, they're all being Misnabe on what's going to come. What they were prophesizing about, the schar that they were talking about, the reward we're getting, is only they were only discussing someone who marries his daughter to a Tamar Chacham. That's a tremendous, you get a tremendous schar for doing that. Well, the oyster prakmati of Tamar Chacham, someone gives Tamar Chacham parnasa, meaning he helps him get a job, he, uh, he you know, uses his services. There's a halach in Shochanarach, let's say, if a Tamar Chacham charges more, there is a concept of even spending a little more to be able to support the Tamar Chacham. Someone who is Mahana the Tamachacham from his own possessions. So, what the Nevi'im were talking about, all the great things that are going to come, that was only talking about this category of people that were supporting Tamil Chacham, or at least marrying off their daughter to a Tamachacham. That was the Schar. Those that, that sit and learn Tyra. What's their schar? <laughs> Nobody has seen, even the Nevi'im weren't able to say what the schar will be for those Tamid Chachamim. Okay. All their Nevu'ah, they were only being Nesnabu, they were saying Nevu'ah about Yemais HaMashiach. When Mashiach comes, but as far as Olam Haba is concerned, we cannot fathom what is there for us. So there was only talking about Yemaisa Mashiach. And this is Machlekes with Shmuel. The Amar Shmuel, Shmuel said, and this is, the, people know this from the Ramam, the Ramam passes like Shmuel. There's no difference between this world and when Mashiach comes, it'll be the same type of world. The only difference will be we won't be under the domain of the Umas Olam, we would have our own kings and we will be able to live freely. However, the life as we know it will continue. Shinamar, as the Pasuk says, by Tzedakah, it says, There will always be a poor, this is the Pasuk in Chumash, there will always be a poor person. So the Rambam learns from this, based on what Shmuel is saying, that there will be, always be a poor person, even be Moshe Mashiach, so it can't be that all the things that the Nevi'im were, 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 were prophesizing about, that can't be Moshe Mashiach, because Moshe Mashiach, the only difference is, we won't be under the Umas Ha'olam. But there will be poor people, there will be Aniyim, there will be Ashirim, all that stuff will continue going. Again, there are those that argue with the Rambam. I think our school has a lengthy footnote on this. You can read this afterwards. And we'll spend, Emirates Hashem, in Nesetra Sanhedrin, we'll spend many dafim discussing Tchiyas HaMesim and Olam Haba and Yemais HaMashiach. So uh, we'll save it for then. For the schar that those that came back to Yiddishkeit or came back to, to to the proper way, so that's the schar they're going to get. Avot tzaddikim gemurim, but tzaddikim gemurim, they were always tzaddikim. Ayin leirasa, lekim zulasa, we can't fathom the schar they're going to get. And this is one of the most famous gemaras, upligid rabbi avo, and it's a machlekes with rabbi avo. Da'amar rabbi avo, makam shabali tshuva oimdim, the place where bali tshuva stand, tzaddikim gemurim, enam oimdim. The tzaddikim gemurim cannot even uh, be in their place. It says, I'll give peace to those that are distant and those that are close. So, Rachaik, right? Those that are distant, they're Beresha, they're first. So, it seems like the Bali Tshuva are first, and then it goes back to the Karav for those that were tzaddikim from, uh, from their onset. There's a famous uh, psak of the Bnei Yisachar. The Bnei Yisachar was the first uh, Munkat uh, Shereba, I think, yeah. 
someone will correct me on my podcast, but I think it was the first one, Katsurebba. So there's a discussion in Halacha, and every day, let's say someone was mavat or something by mistake. You're drinking your coffee while you're making chalant, and you tripped, and a little coffee straight into your chalant. Call your rabbi, your rabbi says, ah, oh, come on, how much chalant do you have? You have a whole pot, six-quart pot. You definitely have shishim against your little drop of coffee. You're allowed to eat it. So the question is, what if I don't want to eat it? I don't know, it's just like, there's a little... Trait was in here, right? Basar b'chala. So, so first of all, the Pesachet Shuva says if you don't if you don't eat it, you throw it in the garbage, and it's your own pot. You don't have to invite the whole shul, but if it's your own pot, he says, then you're you're not believing in Chazal. Chazal tell you it's mutter. You can't be machmer. The Bnei Yisachar says it's even like a special thing to eat it. Why? So you had this this trefus. You've been talking about trefus, not basbuchal, but trefus that became kosher. So you had a little lobster that fell into your uh, your your big pot of soup. As long as it doesn't taste like it anymore. So it's a higher level than tzadikim gemurim. Okay, but if you try it at home, it doesn't work. That's bevatlan iser lechatchila. Why do you have a lobster in your house? Okay. Rav Yochanan Amalach, my rochlik. What is so Rav Yochanan argues? Rav Yochanan says no. The tzadikim gemurim are more are, are more special than the bali tshuva. So how does he know that? I the pasuk says rochlik first and then karev. Says nah, you don't have to read it. My rochlik. What does rochlik mean when he said it first? Those that were distant from Avera, they come first. My Karav, what does Rachik Vila Karav mean? So the Karav means meaning the Bali Chuva, they were closer to sinning. Now they became distant, but However, he Machlekes Rabbi says the Tzadik and Gemurim are more uh, important, and Abavo says Bali Chuva. Are are, uh, are greater than Sadiq Gemara. So again, you would say after learning this Gemara, each have their milas, you know? And we, we don't choose that in life. That's not up to us. Right? So as we said yesterday, all you have in front of you is the, the decisions you make, right? Uh, so it was just a philosophical discussion, not really a practical discussion of who's greater. My Ayin Larasa, what does it mean? Ayin Larasa, the eye doesn't see. These are the, the, the wine that is still the Anovav in its grapes. It seems like the grapes itself, were, were, when, you, when you bit into a grape, will be wine. Misheshis Mebereshis, back in the, the Sheshis Mebereshis. If you look at the Midrashim, it sounds like when they when a tree was first planted, they didn't, or, or when you planted wheat, it didn't grow wheat, it, it grew bread. You had a full loaf, you know, a lafa grew from the ground. So the grapes, it wasn't just a grape, it was a nice uh, Merlot or a Cabernet. You had different types of grapes, you, you ate it, and it was wine. So this is the special zuchos. Again, there's this a lot deeper than just a bunch of grapes, right? This is Aden, meaning you have... Uh, I'm sorry, I skipped. Uh, I'm sorry. Um... Nobody ever saw Aden. Shema, tell me you're going to argue with me, Adam Harishan. It says Adam Harishan was put in Gan be Aden, Hechen Haya. It says, no, he was begun. He was in Gan, which was in Aden, but he didn't really see Aden. The Shema, Temer, who Gan, who Aden. This is Gan, this is Aden, Tamalemer, Vinahar Yotzim, Aden, Hashkesagan. That the river went out from Aden to water the Gan. So Gan Lechud, there's something called Gan, and then there's Aden Lechud, there's Aden, we never saw Aden, and we, we always refer to it as Gan Aden. So someone told me, it's sad, we're going to get up to Shemayim, we're going we're gonna to hear about Gan Aden, and we assume it's going to be some type of restaurant, you know. They use, they use all these Jewish names, became, you know, names of food, Aden, and, and Geshmak, and Shemayim, and Chaim, and all these, you know, Baramayim, Chaim, so that ends up being food, but it's not, it's a lot more than that. Okay, turn around, Amayi Seshachal, Benoish, Rabbi Shem, 
the son of Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel became sick. Shiger Shnei Tamid Chacham Eitz Rabchinim Ben Daisa Levakish Olav Racham. They sent two Tamid Chacham to Rabchinim Ben Daisa to daven for him. Came in Shiroyes and he saw them. Allah Lalia. He went up to his, uh, his upstairs. Lubikish Olav Rachamim and he daven for them. Be redusted when he went down. Amar Lehem Lechu Go Shechalatzase Chama. His fever left. He's he's healed. Amar Loi Vechi Navi Atah. How do you know? You're a Navi. Amar Lehem Loi Navi Anochi. I'm not a Navi. Loi Ben Navi Anochi. I'm not the son of a Navi. Elokach Mikubani. This is my Masora. Im Shkura Tfilase Bifi. If my Tfila is good, Yodea Ani Shehu Mekubal Vamlav. Yodea Ani Shehu Metayrof. I know that he uh, that my tefillah did not work. So Yashiva, so they went down. They wrote down the time, right? They were they were getting this ready for your uh, for your Pesach Chromebook. So the Kasha, they wrote down the time. The Kivnu was the They had the same exact hour. Shabo for sure. Not a minute later. Not a minute earlier. It was the exact same time that he said it. He asked for a drink. See, it was exactly that moment, just the godless of Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa. So Rabbi ben Daisa went to learn by Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's son became ill. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai told Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa, Chanina ben Daisa, Chanina ben Daisa, Daven for my son. So Haniach Roshe ben Birkaf he davened for him. That was the way they davened. You you uh, you cried. Ubikishalav Rachamim v'chay and he lived. So Amar Rabbi Yechem Zaka. So Rabbi Yechem Zaka basically told himself. Imali he tiach ben Zaka. If me ben Zaka would have davened, lahayim ashkichin alav. Shemayim they wouldn't have listened to me. They would have ignored me. So Amar leishto his wife told him. V'chi chanina gadol mimcha. Your talmud chanina ben Daisa is greater than you. So Amar le no lav no elahu doyme keever lefnei hamelach. He's like a servant in front of the king. Vani doyme kesar lefnei hamelach. I'm like uh, a sar in front of the king. So the way, I think what fits is that as we've seen from Rabbi Chinim and Daisa, there was a certain way of avoid this Hashem, very simple way. I want, he, if he davens, if, if the davening worked out, so then he knows God's with him. If it didn't work out, so he knows that, that it's, it's, it's not going to take place. We saw yesterday's daf that he steps on the, uh, the hole of the animal. He says, the, the animal doesn't kill, the chet kills, right? We, we, we mentioned the Gemara in Tainus, where he said, Misha Amar, that Lashem and Shialik will, will tell, uh, you know, that will tell vinegar to, or Mayim, oh, I forgot what the Gemara says, he'll tell vinegar to light. So you see a simple way of living with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is greater, so it's an Eved, uh, versus being a Sar. Rabbi Yochan was was the, was the Gadol Hadar. If you look at the stories at the end of the Bayashini, he was the Gadol Hadar. Still, someone who, has, who serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the beginning of an Eved, has uh, much more kayak. So we mentioned this previously. Rav Nachman, Breslov, he says this in, a, in one of his pieces. He says that there's a certain avoid of being just an Eved. He talks about just, you know, going to shul and, you know, listening to the Haftarah and being quiet during the evening and, and like, you know, and singing Zmiris Friday night, whatever it says in the Siddur. Nothing fancy, nothing special, just living as a Pasha the Yid with Amuna could sometimes bring someone to a higher level than all the fancy, all the fancy lambdas and all the fancy uh, different chumras people have. Just being an evan in front of Hakadosh Baruch that simple, uh, that simple realization that everything is minshamayim. So that's the concept that we're learning from. That it's sometimes greater to be an evan than to be a sar. Next, this person should only daven in a house that has windows. 
see the windows facing Yerushalayim. So many reasons, either we mentioned that we had, we had this previously, either it means that you should look outside, look up to Shemaim, and, and Rashi says you'll have more Kavana. Rabbi Yonah says when there's more windows, so you, that means the room will be more lit, so you'll have Yishav Hadas. So we uh, expanded that uh, temperature control in the shul. For some reason, most shuls in, in, in Klai Yisrael, if they didn't get this down, it's always too hot or too cold, but a, a typical shul. But uh, it would be nice if everything, to be able to have Yishav Adas when you daven. Okay? Amraf Kahana, Chatzif Alayman, Demetzali Bebakta. It's a chutzpah if someone davens in the valley. You're davening in the open space, it's a chutzpah. So Toysi is on the spot, asks well, what's going on here. It says by Yitzhak, Vayetzi Yitzhak Lasuach Basada. Yitzhak went to go daven in the field. So a few answers. One answer he says, Har Maria is different, because maybe it's a special, special uh, Kedusha. Or, uh, it was empty. Nobody was there. So the problem, according to the would seem like there are people passing by, and that would be a problem of davening in the field. This is a discussion. If you could daven, we mentioned this again. Davening by your, uh, you know, Yankee Stadium seventh inning stretch, right? You have your, uh, you have your mincha minion or marav minion during uh, two minutes during seventh during the seventh inning stretch by the hot dog stand, right? So by the Met game, it's in the third inning as people are leaving, but by the Yankee game, it's seventh inning stretch. So the question is. The question is, can you daven like that? The Gemara says, You're davening in an open space. People are walking back and forth. So halakhli, it's very, very difficult to say one could daven there. You should walk to the side. Try to find a place you could daven on the side. And that's how a person should daven. Okay, there's even a Shiloh. The Tzitzel was asked, can a person daven by the Kaisel? You go to the Kaisel. Now, again, you go, you go for Vasik and you daven in the front. Nobody's there. And you go at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You have all these people taking pictures. Or someone's having a bar mitzvah. A lot of things going on. So Tzitzel, right? So how do you daven there? It's like a, it's like a shuk. It's like a market, right? Even Shemr Shabbos sometimes. And you go there, and this one guy's holding coffee. One guy's, same thing. One guy's holding chickens. I don't know, whatever. So you have a lot of things going on there. So, so a few, a few heterim there. It says, first of all, it's actually surrounded by walls. You have the yeshiva, yeshiva snetivari on one side. You have the mechitza. You have the wall in front of you. You're, you are surrounded by three walls. Additionally, the, the shoyal, that guy, one who asked him, wanted to say that it has the katin of Har Maria. He said, no, it's not true. It's not Har Maria. Then he says, it's a shul. At the end of the day, the Ramam says, when the, when the Gemara Tainas tells us that by a special Tainas, used to take the shul and go to the rechoyva air. They'll go to the, to, the, to the town square to daven. So the Ramam says, I think it's the Ramam. He says, well, you think people will stop working? People are still pushing their carts, selling their, uh, you know, falafel and stuff. So how do you dive in there? He says, once you make it into a shul, then this doesn't apply. So he says, once the kaisel has a din of a shul, and this would apply to your, your shaymer Shabbos type of place, your shtibl, your shtiblach, even the people walking around, once it has a din of a shul, that's fine. However, the tzitzeliezer says a person should try to go to the front. Don't dive in the back. Everybody is, you know, taking pictures and selfies and the like. So that would not be wise. Next, it's a chutzpah for someone who's mafarish cheti. He gets up in public and says, "Ola zaveris shenema ashrin asoy pesha kiser chata." Those that sinned, it's praiseworthy if they're kiser chata. They conceal their sin. You don't, you don't get up and start saying your sins. You should be embarrassed that a person did, did the wrong thing. So uh, we actually said Tosis brings the Gemara Yudbeis kol oisa davar umisbayish. Someone who does thing and is actually embarrassed about it. So moichon lemiyad they give him mechila. So a person should not go announcing all the averis he did. Okay, hadron alach ain't oimden. And I'm going to tomorrow morning, 5.55, we will start the sixth parak. Okay, great.